Good morning. Iowimala here in snowy Crystal Lake, <clears throat> Illinois. Uh, I have to start out this morning by saying happy birthday to my good friend Terry Ferrugia in Florida. <clears throat> I went into Facebook and saw his picture. Uh, Angie, a really good friend, his wife, put it in Facebook. So uh, I'm terrible at remembering birthdays, but I love when people kind of help out. Terry's, Terry watches often and sometimes listens to my talks when he's at work. Well, that was probably not now, but he used to when he was an independent contractor. So maybe that's when he listens. Um, but it's just good to see his face. I really care about him. He and Angie have a menagerie of wonderful animals, and they moved from this area to Florida a few years ago. So when I, the last time I traveled was to see my mom in Tennessee, and then went to see uh, Angie and Terry in uh, Pensacola, and then went to the uh, Venice, Tampa area, Sarasota area, and spent the rest of the time there with the Florida group and did some teaching and had wonderful visits and got to see the great, the Barnum Museum and uh, incredible birds with Susan Nash, who also used to live here and has moved to Sarasota now. She and her husband retired there. So that was, uh, that was about a year ago, exactly. So when I came back home, the earlier part of March, um, in a few days we had had to cancel our Sri Lankan uh, Taste of Sri Lanka, our big fundraiser, but a big, wonderful dinner where we'd have over a hundred people and uh, we had to cancel that. And that's when, that's how long it's been since all of this started. So that would have been about a month from now. So those are good memories. And I don't think I'll be traveling anytime soon. So I, I had some really beautiful memories. So now we have to depend on the phone every day to stay in touch. But that's a memory, and to, now is this is this is what it is now. <laughs> Things change, right? And at some point, we'll go back to what maybe was kind of normal. But I think we'll all be changed, right? So we won't ever go back to exactly the same thing. It'll be a new, a new uh, ordinary. Maybe life won't be so ordinary for most of us who have made it through the pandemic. We're still going through it. It's not over. Um, so we've all had losses and we've all had chaos and uh, incoherence sometimes and, and anger and uh, sadness and feeling isolated, maybe being lonely, um, but for most of us, for a lot of us who are able to, and I know a lot of people just had to keep working and working harder than they ever had just to take care of the rest of us. But for those lucky enough to have more free time, 
it's been a, it's been uh, maybe a lot of uh, growth for us and a lot of opportunities to study and to uh, practice more. And I think the gratitude that we'll ever be indebted to will be to the people who took care of us, the people working uh, in, of course, the frontline people working in hospitals and uh, sea rooms and the people working in grocery stores and the people cooking food and the people doing all the things that the rest of us were able to stay at home and, and avoid, uh, the, that many of us were able to allow us to stay more at home and, and be safe. So we have, it's kind of a, a topsy-turvy thing that's, that's maybe been long been needed is for us to start appreciating the people who are going out every day and working. They couldn't move their jobs home. They weren't retired, um, and but they had to keep working. And that includes both my kids. Well, my daughter was finishing up school, but then had to keep working to to uh, even to finish up with school. And then the perfect job probably isn't coming along during the pandemic, so working now. So there are so many people who have who have taken care of the rest of us. I hope it causes, and we need to make sure it causes a permanent shift in who we appreciate in this economy. So, excuse me. For, do, for drinking that, but I have a scratchy throat today. Um, I hope all of you who are working and who are, are looking for jobs and who know you'd, you'd be happy to be getting out in the, uh, in the work world and haven't been able to find the right job, uh, hopefully things are going to get better. And that's what we always depend on, right? But... Thank, thank you, everyone, for the, all of you who are continuing to work and continuing to be um, positive and grateful for what we do have and uh, gr grateful for the lessons that we're finding in the situation this entire world is in. So it, we're all in this together, so we might as well do it cheerfully or with a smile on our face and with less complaining and more, more um, gratitude. So, I think it's good to sit. I keep dropping my watch, my timekeeper. So, uh, hopefully, it's still it's still running. I have a lot of gratitude for this little watch because it's uh, it's. With all the digital clocks I have in my house, this is the one that's right by me. So why don't we sit and practice uh, just sitting with the awareness of everything around us. And our mindfulness is, is that awareness. And sometimes we can think of mindfulness as... Uh, 
of being aware of things almost as if it's the first time we really see them. And it, that means seeing people sometimes as if it's the first time we've seen them. Or finding something in the in the in our everyday world that can suddenly, if we're paying attention to it, we see an entire new layer of it, a new facet of the jewel that's right in front. My connection's going off and on. In order to develop that kind of awareness, our meditation practice is uh, one of our good teachers. And also the wisdom that we're taking in along the way. The teachings we read, uh, the teachings we see in nature and the world and things we read, all of that comes in to help us become more aware. But uh, our practice, our sitting practice, is critical in helping us develop the, the, uh, the patience. And we're putting in the effort to begin to see things as they really are and to see things more clearly. So then we can be looking at something we've looked at all of our lives. And suddenly we can find something new to experience in that. We can see often our connection with the bigger world, with, with, uh, with nature, with other beings. And it can be a very creative time. So if you're just sitting and letting your mind settle down, don't think that that's just what you're, all you're doing. Because if you're really working with your mind, so that means you're paying attention. We're not getting caught up in our thoughts, but we're paying attention to how our mind works and how easily distracted it is. And as we learn about it, we're able to be more centered and able to allow the mind to calm down. And we know we can choose to follow all of those distractions, or we can choose to be in the center of the distractions, but not let them pull us in all directions. Then that that's what's helping us learn to be able to really see when we look out or we look at another person, we're seeing more than we could see before. And we're aware of our, we're more aware of our relationship with that. So don't think that it's a waste of your time to sit quietly and to allow those thoughts to come and go, but not need to be distracted by them. Observing the thoughts coming and going help us see what's going on within us and see what what the distractions are that are always there. So we don't need to jump to their attention all the time. So when we say we're just going to sit and observe what's going on within us, it's not a just only do that. That's basically what meditation is. So why don't we sit, let your body, your body's relaxed, but it's also attentive. No matter what posture you're, you're using, 
and you want to be comfortable, not let the body be a distraction for you. And if you are in pain, sitting with this awareness may help you be able to be with the pain and not just see the pain as a distraction, but the pain might be something that you can look at, observe, or you might be able to just stay with your breath And if you need to, take the focus away from the pain. Be aware of the body breathing. Let that breath anchor you. No matter where our mind goes, if we follow it, that breath can call us back. So we remember that our mind is going out into distractions. We're feeding our thoughts. That's why it's often good, as you're aware of your body breathing, to count the inhale, one, the exhale, two, one, two, So you can count each breath is in one, out one, and just count up to five breaths that way and start again at one. Or if it's easier to go in one, out two, in three, out four, and count up to 10 that way. Then you're very clear when you get distracted because you lose count. Then just start over. Don't be upset with yourself. It's getting distracted and seeing that and allowing yourself to just come back to the breath. That's the entire point of this practice. We're learning to come back. We don't get lost as much in our distractions. So we can welcome these times of just being with ourselves being aware of each breath in and out. We forget how simple it can be.
Be with the breath. Where is your mind? If you're chasing after thoughts, just gently but firmly come back to that breath. Nothing else you need to do right now. Be present in your body. I'll end with my wish. If you can keep sitting, it's wonderful. Just be with yourself. Find a quiet, it's like finding a quiet pond. And you're just sitting by the pond, being aware of what's going on. but just observing and coming back to yourself.
So I'll finish with my wish from Shantideva. And uh, if you can sit longer, do that and then have a beautiful day. Uh, I'll be here again tomorrow and enjoy today with whatever beautiful activities you have going on or if you're about to go to sleep, have a wonderful rest. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious wish, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. Take care of yourself and of your loved ones.